The amazing thing is it's your own business. So you get to choose what that's going to look like for you. And I personally, in my own business, I've just come back onto Instagram after really not showing up much over the last six months. And coming back onto it, I thought, okay, how do I want this to look for me? Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 565. Today, I am chatting with one of my Launch Magic students, Marissa Green, who is building a brand new business from scratch. And she's struggling with quite a common fear that pops up in new business owners and actually people who've been in business for quite a while as well. And that is the fear of building that brand on social media and having to show up online and all of the things that, uh, all of the stories that we have around what that means, you know, mean, meaning that you have to be an influencer or meaning that people are going to judge you, opening yourself up to being judged potentially. Today, we are working through that challenge and I'm actually giving Marissa some suggestions that don't necessarily mean being on social media if you don't want to be on social media. Uh, but on the flip side, also some ways that you can start to create or design social media or your presence on social media to be something that feels good to you, not how you think it has to be. So I'm really excited for you to listen to this call because I know that this is something a lot of people, a lot of my listeners struggle with, and maybe you do as well. And if you do, you're going to get a lot out of this. So let's jump in and chat to Marissa. All right, Marissa, I'm very excited to have you here and to work with you on the challenge that you are struggling with at the moment. Before we get started on the actual coaching strategy side of this Mm -hmm. call, I'd love to know, or I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about your business and a little bit about what you are really struggling with that I can help you with today. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks. Thanks for coaching me through it. Um, so where I am is I, I left my corporate role in November of 2021 and have since then been trying to figure out what my path will be. Uh, two little kids at home. I spent most of my career in public relations and in employee engagement. And the work that I'm doing right now and what I call my day job is all purpose oriented. So I help uh, large organizations figure out how to connect what they do as a company to driving better impact in the world. And I love that work. It's super fun, but I'm much more passionate and drawn to helping individuals. And I've been spending a lot of time in the past few months trying to figure out what would my own thing be? And that was part of how I came to launch Magic 
I've also taken your podcast course, done a bunch of it. I love it all. Um, and I've done it all to really help me figure out what do I want to put out in the world. And I've definitely gotten to a place where I know that I want to create and start a coaching business all centered around helping other people make some of the shifts and trans transitions that I've made and my husband have made, um, in relation to figuring out a new way to balance all of it, work life, kids, everything. Um, and where I really struggle, I have no problem creating content. I am like, that's what I've done my whole career. I know how to write. I know how to put things on paper. Where I really struggle is that I've always, up until today, I've always done that for other people. I've never done it for my own voice or my own company or my own brand. And I am finding it really hard to put it out into the world. I have written a ton. I've made websites. I've got podcast episodes. But I kind of, I get stuck when I start thinking about it being me and and my voice that I'm actually putting out because everything I've always done in the past has been for other people, other leaders or other companies. And so I really need some help kind of getting past getting past the fact that it's me. Um, I don't think it's a confidence thing. Like I, I believe in my message. I believe that I should be the one sharing it. Um, and that I have the, something that could help other people. Uh, I just really struggle with getting it out there. Like I just, um, can't quite hit the nail on the head with how to unlock it, I guess. Yeah. So is it specific to putting your content on social media or is it literally just everywhere online that you feel that resistance? You know, that's a really great question. I think I've only ever really considered like LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, my website's up and out for one portion of what I'd be offering. Um, so it's not so much the website. I, I don't do anything else with it, though. I don't have ads or anything like that. I think it's mostly social media. Um, I went off social media during the pandemic because I just, it was all too much, like all too much information. Um, and I've never been a big sharer on social media anyway. Um, just hasn't been a part of my like connection to other people. So, and is that, is that all of the platforms that you feel like that feeling about, or is it just specific ones? I know you mentioned LinkedIn. Yeah. Are there any others? Is it? Is it that it's just this blanket thing of social media that you're like, oh, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> it's the blanket. It's the blanket of social media. Yeah, I think it's the blanket. It's not necessary. I mean, yeah, like I don't think I would even go on TikTok, like period. Because I, I mean, I don't know. I try not to limit myself. I'm just wanting to get on one at this point. Just like, let me get my message out on one. But um, I think it is the blanket of all social media, like, but just putting, putting it all out there and needing to be, it feels like in social media, you need to be so both present with consistency and, um, like unearthing things. It feels like I'm unearthing things to strangers versus putting something out there that might reach the one person that I need it to reach or that really needs to hear the message. It feels like I'm just sort of throwing it out to everyone versus really trying to reach the people that might resonate the most with my message, I guess. Okay. Okay, cool. To so bear my soul. To yeah. bear my soul out there. <laughs> what it feels like. So, okay. So we'll come back to this in a second, but I, I wonder if there is a way that you can... um that you can engage in social media or you can share that content on social media without 
having to constantly be present on it mm-hmm. without having to bear soul um, yeah. on that. But we'll come back to that in a second because something that might might help you to understand like where social media fits in the gra- the greater scheme of your business is it doesn't it, it's not so useful anymore for reaching new people. It's more okay. useful for engaging the people who are already following you, already interested in what you are doing. And okay. platforms like TikTok, for example, yeah, that might still reach those new people, but something like Instagram, something like LinkedIn, it's probably going to reach more of the people who are already interested in what you're doing. So it becomes less about shouting into the void mm-hmm. and trying to reach as many people as possible, talking to all these strangers. And it becomes more about talking to the people who resonate with what you're already, what you're already sharing elsewhere online. Mm-hmm. So then that then looks at, okay, or that then shifts us to look at what are you doing outside of social media to grow your audience? Where are you sharing that content and how are you getting that content in front of the right people? Right. Which right now, nothing. Nothing. Okay. Right. <laughs> Which I think is why I feel, because I'm at the very beginning stages of building the business, even figuring out what I want it to be. And so I haven't really put anything out there. And what would even be some of the other places? You mean like a blog? Like a blog, a podcast, uh, YouTube. I know it's technically still social media, but YouTube's a great place because it's not, it's not somewhere you have to show up every day. It's, it's a longer form content. It's something people can search and they can find it when they have a specific question or they have a specific problem and you have the answer to it. So blog, Mm -hmm. YouTube, podcast, any of those three could be a really great way to get that content out there. Uh, Looking at things like partnerships, are there people you can partner with, maybe teach to their audiences if they have an online course, if they have a membership, can you teach a masterclass to them? Mm -hmm. Can you reach out to people who have podcasts and Say, hey, look, this is something that I can share with your listeners that might be really valuable to for them. I love that. I'm yeah. writing it all down. You don't need to write it down because this will be a recorded podcast episode. That's perfect. I love it. I can listen to it on repeat. So, um, okay, so you're kind of flipping my mind a little bit because basically I think what you're helping me to see is that in my mind, I've been thinking all about these channels and these mechanisms as channels and mechanisms that I need to own, be fully present on, which in my mind also equates to a lot of time and a lot of like being on my phone. But I think what you're unlocking for me is that there are different ways to have a presence and to be online without necessarily needing to be, um, one, like on my phone all the time, but two, it could be somebody else's podcast. It could be just being really strategic about where I do show up and how so that it fits within both, I guess, the time that I have to commit as well as reaching the people that I really need to reach versus everybody. Absolutely. And if we start to think about it as well as where, so where are we reaching those new people? That's what we just talked about then where are you nurturing the people who are already interested? So when you've taught that masterclass to somebody else's course, when you've been on that other person's podcast, where are we sending them to next? And mm-hmm. that might be that might be social media. If mm-hmm. that's somewhere where you feel comfortable sharing content to 
people who you know are already interested without having to be on your phone all of the time. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's not social media. Maybe you consciously decide I'm not going to be on social media at all. That can work too. And then it might be that you place a bigger emphasis on growing your email list, which by the way, like that, that's a side, as a side note, everyone should have that anyway. Mm. Uh, but maybe it's your email list. Maybe you build a private community. Maybe it's a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a Telegram group somewhere where you can show up for those people who are already they're engaged. They want to learn more from Marissa. Where can they take that next step with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was intrigued by your telegram. I don't know if that's, but, um, and, and that idea, like I've seen a few different mechanisms where you can create your own community. Um, and I really like that idea because it does feel like it's more dedicated and less about just growing followers. Uh, like an in, uh, an influencer because I don't necessarily I mean yeah I think maybe I don't understand that <laughs> enough to know whether I want to do it or not um and then to your point really focusing my efforts more on building the email list get it reaching the right people through some of these other mechanisms I love that the partnership with another um, person or another coach to coach a master class um, and then some podcast interviews that'd be great yeah and I'm, I just want to it's kind of funny. I've been making a few notes as you've been talking. So it sounds a little bit like for you, the main reasons you don't want to be on social media is because you think that it means you have to be consistently present and you spend a lot of time on your phone and bearing your soul and that there's this huge focus on growing followers like an influencer or being an influencer. Yeah. So these are all of these like kind of stories that you've got in, going around in your head about mm-hmm. why you don't want to be on social media. Mm-hmm. And like when you look at it that way, like, Oh my goodness, reading that, I don't want to be on social media either. <laughs> if it means I have to always be on my phone and bear my soul and you know, right. focus on growing right. my followers like an influencer. I don't want that. Yeah, uh, I've ruined but, it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but the amazing thing is it's your own business. So you get to choose what that's going to look like for you. And I personally, in my own business, I've just come back onto Instagram after really not showing up much over the last six months. And coming back onto it, I thought, okay, what, how do I want this to look for me? Mm. I don't want to be that person who is every time I sit down to have dinner with my friends, I have to pull out my phone and take a video for my stories. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person who I'm sharing every single thing that's going on in my life for Mm -hmm. the whole world to see. I don't want to be sitting there obsessively looking at how many people are following me or how many people are liking my posts because that doesn't feel good to me. And so instead I thought, okay, how can social media, Instagram is a really great channel for me to provide that value. It's where a lot of my ideal customers are. And this might be something for you to reflect on as well is where are your ideal customers hanging Mm -hmm. out? Because Mm -hmm. if they are there, then it becomes a great place to add that value and to help them and as well, nurture them into one day, hopefully being paying clients, paying customers. Mm -hmm. Um, So as part of that conscious decision that I made around how I will use Instagram, I decided, okay, great. It's going to be, it's going to be short form video content. That's just me repurposing the podcast episodes I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me promoting podcast episodes. If I have something I want to share or something I think is going to be valuable, I'll post that, but it doesn't have to be behind the scenes of my life. And I set boundaries around, I'm not going to be on Instagram all day long. I'm mm-hmm. going to post something and then I'm going to put my phone on the mm-hmm. other side of the room and not touch it. 
Yeah. So it might be worthwhile for you if you think, okay, this is still somewhere, whether that's LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, wherever it is, worthwhile reflecting, is this somewhere where I can add that value? Is mm-hmm. it somewhere where I can uh, potentially nurture them into paying customers and clients? And if it is, how could I design this in a way that feels good to me and feels in alignment to me rather than what I think I have to do based on what everyone else is doing around me? Yes. I think that's the, that that's the key, finding the way to do it that works for me and letting go of some of these stories that I've been telling myself about how I'm supposed to show up there. Um and in addition, I like what you said in the first part too around, and it sounds like I could do something similar to what, what you're saying, where you kind of leverage Instagram as a place to repurpose like your primary strategy of content versus another place to create new content or to show everything. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually, Instagram is almost solely to drive people back to my long form content now. Okay. The long form content is where I get to go deep. It's where I get yeah. to make a real difference. Mm-hmm. The five, the 15 second reels, they're not going to change anybody's life, but they might send somebody to listen to a podcast episode that does have that impact. And I right. suspect you could probably do the same because mm-hmm. if you're comfortable creating content, you've said you're already comfortable creating that content, that longer form content for other people. If you can create that in your own business and then look at potentially social media as a way to drive people back to that. Or maybe, maybe you create a community. Maybe social media becomes a way to drive people into a community where you're sharing deeper content. There's so many different ways you can structure it. And we don't have to do it the one way that we've been sold. We've been told, oh, you know, you've got to do it on, you've got to post on Instagram. You've got to do all of the reels and that's where you can mm-hmm. sell and you've got to sell on your stories and you've got to share all the behind the scenes on your stories. And you don't mm-hmm. have to. Okay. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's so meaningful because I do think, and, and that also feels more, um, in tune with my values in terms of, I don't want to sell myself. I want to sell the message and the help that I can provide someone else. And so if I'm leveraging these other social media tools to get people back to where they can find the help, then that feels right. And it's not necessarily getting them to like me you know, or getting that or like my life, like whatever that may be. Yeah. You're you're not a Kardashian or one of the, the right. it's like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'd love to hear like in your, in your words, like how, how could you approach social media? Like in a way that would feel good to you? Like I've told you how I've done it in mine. Like what would feel good to you? Hmm, let me think about that. I think what would feel good to me is leveraging social media more as a platform to inspire people to want to know more. So like a format for inspiration. Uh, And if that's quotes or a short like video that are pulled from my blog or pulled from other content, then I think I would feel good about that. Uh, like really framing it as a mechanism for getting people to be inspired enough to want to learn more. Um, or inspired to make a change right there in their life. Like, you know, I hope they click and want to go to more, but I also just want it to inspire a different way of thinking. I love that. And something else that popped into my mind is also, you don't have to be the person who's posting all of these things. You can create that Mm -hmm. content and you can bring in a virtual assistant. I don't know if you've got a team already or if it's just you, but if you, you can bring in a virtual assistant for a few hours a week Mm -hmm. to 
schedule all the posts or to actually physically post them for you. That might be nice. (laughs) Not so much because of the, um, like the time and effort, but just even if it were just for a period of time to help me like really let go and get the messages out there. Um, I think that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it, it, it almost creates a separation where you're not, you're not posting something and then thinking like, Oh my goodness, is somebody going to like this? Is this any good? All of the stuff that goes through your head when you're around, when you're about to hit that post button. Mm-hmm. If somebody else is doing it for you, you kind of let go of it and they're just, mm-hmm. it, it becomes just a process. Right. Right. Yes. I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think that I feel better already. Fantastic. <laughs> to get to work. Need to get yes. to work. <laughs> Are there any other new struggles or any new, new challenges or questions that that brings up for you? Or is it just a matter now of like, go and do it, <laughs> which is easier I, said than done? Right, right, right. No, I do think it's a matter of go and do it. I think what it does bring up, and this isn't so much related to social media. So if, if you want to table it and answer later, but what you said about build like me, focusing more on building the email list or developing out right now I have blog content. I do want to do a podcast, but haven't developed that out yet. Um, how do you sort of decide between that and a community? Like if I'm starting this from scratch, right, I'm just creating something new. Is there a mechanism to help me determine which one of those things I do first versus trying to feel like I have to do them all? Like now I'm letting the little, I'm letting go of social media a little bit, but now my brain's going to go around all these, you know, other pieces. So what yeah. is sort of the strategy for making that decision? So I would probably start with the content first. So creating Great. podcast episodes or whatever it is that you decide to do. Mm-hmm. And then the content itself generally won't get itself in front of people unless you actively get it there. So that's where things like those partnerships teaching to other people's things, uh, doing podcast interviews, that's where that really comes into play because then you can drive people back to your podcast. Yeah, And that's a really, actually podcast interviews are probably the most effective way to grow a podcast because you're already reaching podcast listeners. Uh, So you're sending them back then to consume that content and hopefully they'll become somebody who keeps consuming that content. Mm -hmm. Then maybe from that piece of content, maybe the call to action, and it doesn't have to be straight away. It can be a few months down the track. Maybe that call to action from that content becomes, hey, join my community or, Mm -hmm, hey, mm -hmm. I share more of this on social media or Mm -hmm. wherever you choose to then nurture those people. Um, And your email list is something that kind of happens along with the uh, along the side, right? That Mm -hmm. is something that I would recommend doing from day one. Yeah. So when you're starting that podcast, starting that email list at the same time. Awesome. Okay, good. Amazing. Yeah. So you, you've got a bunch of next steps, I guess. <laughs> I do want to take away from this episode and implement, but I think, yeah, the first, the first one I would really recommend is what, like, where do you want to be showing up? Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how would that look if you designed it intentionally, um, yeah. as a place that you can nurture and support your ideal customers rather than as a place to grow followers and build a brand? Yes. 100%. That's it. Like that. Yeah. You just completely flipped the switch around that. Now I feel so much more. I mean, even just thinking about it and getting strategic with where and what I want to do, I feel so much better about it because it doesn't just reframing that makes it feel more 
like me and more like my values versus the stories I had told myself about what it means to even be online, let alone just social media. So yeah, yeah. thank you. And I, I think we can thank the Kardashians for that. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the all of the influences, the fitness, the lifestyle, all of those people who've mm-hmm. made building a personal brand feel really scary and made social media feel really scary. So I really want to thank you, Marissa. Like you've been so open with me today. And I I know that this is going to help a lot of other people who are listening to it as okay. well. So thank you very much for being yes. on the show. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It was great. Good feedback. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. 